Hello, and you're very welcome back to another Ladvice.ie Let's Get Talking, Let's Get Sharing podcast episode. Before I get started on today's episode, I wanted to ask everyone, how are you doing? Really take a moment to ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Write down on, on a sheet of paper there how you feel. And then the second question I want you to ask yourself is, why? So why do you feel that way? Uh, a lot of the reasons why you feel that way are probably valid. It's been a difficult year for everyone, some more so than others. But it's important to just be self-aware and to acknowledge those feelings. Um, and then the third question that I want you to ask yourself is, well, what next? So I feel a certain way and I'm understanding why I feel that certain way. What can I potentially do next to make myself feel somewhat better? There's a lot of things in the world that you can't control. And I think that's important to accept and acknowledge that. But to try to focus on what you can control. And often it's the case when something that is external that you can't control, the outcome or what occurs, what you can control in that scenario or circumstance is your reaction to that situation or your reaction to that particular thing. It can be more difficult, it can be easier said than done, but at the same time, if you're conscious of it and you try to to implement it, it can be a real big help. Um, it can be a real big help. So that is an introduction to the podcast. One more thing that I wanted to try and lift up people's moods with is to say that spring is only around the corner. <laughs> Seems like uh, not so long ago that last spring we entered into a lockdown. But I think you might remember the very good weather that we had uh, at the start of that first lockdown in March of 2020. Um, and look, that, that that may or may not be coming back, but let's hope it is because um, that was sensational. <laughs> Didn't go away on holidays last year, but still got a crack and tan. So um, it wouldn't be all that bad if we could do that again this year. Um, hopefully on better terms and conditions, but we will wait and see. There's no point in looking too far forward and worrying about the future because that hasn't happened yet. Worrying about something bad happening won't stop it from happening. It'll just stop you from enjoying the good that's right in front of you right now. So um, a question that I want to ask people is, um, out of all the changes that you've been forced to make over the last year, um, you know, habits and routines have been flipped upside down and We've been forced to make a lot of changes as a result in order to build a day that is somewhat uh, resemblant of normality. But out of all those changes that you've been forced to make, is there any of them that you would choose to keep? Uh, I think that's another good question. Maybe write that one down too um, and come back to it and maybe answer it uh, over the course of the next week or over the course of the next month. It's important to reflect and look back. And be conscious about the direction that our life is going in um, and trying to steer our ship uh, towards um, calmer waters, if that is what, you, um, what you're um, looking for. So, three minutes of waffle, but I think it was three minutes of very, very tasty waffle. <laughs> anyway, um, today's episode, I wanted to discuss dry January, uh, even though I kind of missed a boat and it's the 9th of February already. <laughs> but uh, you're going to have to cut me some slack. So dry January. I did dry January this year, and I did it last year. Um, I actually have quite a funny video of me emptying out a bottle of Shahi down the sink on 
New Year's Day this year and saying I'm becoming a pioneer. <laughs> and look, I don't know if I'll quite become a pioneer, but um, I'm definitely giving this a run. Uh, I've done dry January and I've no desire or appetite to drink as of yet. Um, and I think even as things return back to normal, I don't want to go back to the same relationship with alcohol or the same habits uh, that I may have had uh, when it came to occasions um, drinking and um, partying, if you wanted to say that. Um, I'm not saying, like, I think I laugh, I laugh because I do find it funny. Um, I put up a post when I say I find it funny, you'll 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 soon find find out why I find it funny, and um, not because it's a laughing matter with regards to alcohol drink. And I know some people um, do suffer with um, alcoholism, and they're dependent on drink. Um, and as someone who's not, I don't want to try and portray that I'm making a joke of that. Um, but I put up a, a couple a couple of question boxes on Instagram. Did a bit of research. <laughs> I don't know if you quite call that um, research, but I asked the question of uh, my many, many followers on Instagram. If you don't follow me already, at ladvice.ie on Instagram, um, you won't regret it. I asked the question around dry January, did you do it? If you did, why did you do it? If you didn't do it, why didn't you? Or, you know, saying, why did you do it? Why didn't you do it? Um, mixed responses. And that was to be expected because no one person is the same as the next. There may be similarities, but no one's the same. Um, the responses range from, fuck it, this year's been dull enough already. Uh, I wasn't going to go do dry January on top of that as well, which is a fair comment. And uh, <laughs> my response to that was, I'll drink to that. But um, no, I won't be drinking for another while anyway. Um and then some other people just said, well, actually, I, I did it not even knowing that I'd done it because, like, what there was nothing to do. Uh, couldn't go out at the weekend, so why bother? Um, and then a couple of people had said that, you know, that they have they have thought about it over the last year and they have kind of come to the conclusion that they would like to improve their relationship with drink. And um, one of the responses was, sobriety isn't a virtue. And I'm not going to lie, I had to Google this because I didn't quite know what it was or what it meant. And essentially it was along the lines of being sober or being abstinent of alcohol or substances isn't to be expected of people because they are, you know, um, there are things that are present in life and there are things that people uh, consume and avail of um, and people shouldn't feel guilty for, for doing that. And this is not, I'm not trying to suggest that in this podcast either, but I suppose I took that on, the, I took that on board and I definitely agree with it to a certain extent, but I don't think there's any one answer that, you know, there's no one size fits all for everyone um, when it comes to this sort of stuff. And it's for each individual to make their own decision. Maybe one of the things with regards to making your own decision is um, it becomes a little bit blurred because, oh, well, I just do it because everyone else does it. And um, I think that can be the case with a lot of things in life is, you know, it, 
it's just expected of me, so therefore I do it anyway. Uh, and I don't really consciously make the decision myself to do it. Um, I'm going balls deep on this, but uh, I think it's important to, 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 to have these kinds of discussions. It makes you have a more well-rounded, collected view of the world and, and more of a self-awareness uh, within you as well. Um, so, yeah, sobriety isn't a virtue. Uh, it became. I think it came from a Joe Rogan podcast. That seemed to be um, the the consensus when I did do my uh, do, do my research, which was a quick Google search. Um, yeah, so I think it came from a Joe Rogan podcast. So, you know, take that with a pinch of salt as well, because that fella will nod. Yeah, yeah, man, that was a really terrible uh, attempt at an accent, and I I wasn't gonna <laughs> let it go any longer, <laughs> but um. You know, that fella will nod his head and agree at any person that sits across the table from him and says something that sounds half interesting, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm not trying to tear him down and I'm not trying to say that his podcast is bad, but I am just saying sometimes his integrity and sometimes his, um, his uh, you know, his own personal views, he doesn't necessarily challenge people. He just lets them flow and he just lets them yak on regardless of what they're saying. Um they're obviously in interesting minds as well but with regards to one of the comments that was made in a in a reddit <laughs> so you know you know things are bad and you're doing a google search you end up on a reddit page uh, just having a drink of my tea and um, i ended up on the reddit page and um you know one of the comments was uh someone saying i find this hard to believe and i find this so fucked up that the world is um labeling everything as a problem like what is the problem with drinking and i presume this fellow is someone who's quite similar to me in in his relationship with alcohol because i mean i don't have a drinking problem but i can see that there are problems with some of my some of my dealings with drink if you get me um like for example <laughs> i think we can all relate to some of these um Sending off drunken text messages after a few jars, like a someone in a someone in a, a batting cage practicing baseball, like just fucking fire, <laughs> just fucking firing them out one after the other. <laughs> and uh, look, I may have uh, done myself dirty there by going out and saying that, but how whenever. Um, another problem would be a blackout drinking so much that you just don't remember what happened the night before the morning after that's not exactly fun it's not a fun experience and i think far too many people have experienced that it is quite normal um and again it's nothing wrong with doing that but at the same time it's not a good feeling i don't like waking up in the morning and saying oh fuck how did i get home it's not good um so i think that is a problem in itself um, another problem in itself would be um, a crippling hangover the following day, wanting to curl up into a ball and just be hold, held and, and told that everything is going to be all right. <laughs> that's, not a nice, that's not a nice feeling either. Um, now, look, to say that you have to totally give up drink in order to avoid these things is not the answer either. Well, it may not be the answer for some people. It may not be the answer for most people. I'm trying to get people to make this decision for themselves. Um, and it's a decision that I've toyed around with for so long. <laughs> like, I mean, another thing is, how many times have you or how many times have, <laughs> have your friends said, 
oh no, that's me done now, finished, I'm off it. <laughs> like, it's it's said nearly every second weekend, and no, <laughs> you know, just fall back into that same cycle over and over again. Another famous thing, <laughs> famous catchphrase of mine when I was on holidays one of the years was, oh no, taking it easy now tonight, lads, taking it easy now tonight. And you just, don't, you end up stumbling in the door at God knows what hour. Um, and, you know, that, that just didn't go to plan. You know, that another thing, you know, I'll just go out for one or two. <laughs> one or two, my bollocks. <laughs> one or two was never one or two. Um, so, yeah, like, when I, when, like, they are not catastrophic problems. They're not major issues. But at the same time, there are things that I would like to avoid and there are things that I would like to improve with regards to my relationship with drinking and alcohol. I think um, I'll move on from from this and start to go into more when you are drinking. So obviously this year has been different because we've been at home. Um, and I think some of the reasons why people drink, um, I kind of had a, a thought process on this. And the conclusions that I came to, and this may not be, you know, the full scope, but I think it's a good indication is boredom. Because, well, what the fuck else do I have to do? Um, boredom is definitely one. And then the second one is like a connection. You know, your connection to people and to a group and to have a social status of being, you know, on it. And getting gaggled. Well, I could make a joke, but I won't. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's two. A connection, a boredom. And then maybe a third one. Did I have a third one that just came into my head? Oh yeah, a celebr a celebration. You know, th there is occasions that you know, you know, any excuse for a few drinks, but particularly if there's an occasion and there's a celebration to be had as well, that's an extra um, few points on top of what you'd normally have. So I think there's three reasons why. Um, three reasons why, and then with regards to actually drinking in itself on a night out imagine yourself in a nightclub uh, doing shots of sambuca um, I'm a devil for them devil for them actually but when you are out drinking I think this is this is this is something that's quite difficult to understand when you're out drinking, why is it the case that you finish one point and before you've even finished that one, there's another one in your in your other hand? Like, there just seems to be this thing of, well, I have to be drinking and if I'm not drinking, what am I doing? Maybe it's this sort of sense of social pressure or expectation that we feel that we should be drinking when we're out. Um because this, like this is this is something that you will observe if you're out on an if you're out on a night out or you're out in a pub you will see that this is so so normal and I, I don't know why it is and the kind of comparison that I would give to this is well like if you were drinking glasses of water you wouldn't be fucking <laughs> you would just what you wouldn't be sculling them back and even you might say oh well water doesn't taste nice well if you were drinking bottles of Coca Cola not the other substance. If you're drinking bottles of Coca-Cola, if you're drinking orange juice, if you're drinking fucking Sprite, Fanta, your soft drink of choice 
if you're drinking that, you wouldn't just keep on sculling them back. So what, why is why is this that we do it with drink? And then my kind of, um, one of the reasons was the whole kind of thing of expectation and whatnot. And then the other reason for it was like the chase for, the chase for that sweet spot. You know that sweet spot where you 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 know you are fairly well on, <laughs> you've you've gone beyond tipsy, but you're not like smashed. And <laughs> that sweet spot where you know you, you know you are jolly, you are happy, you don't give a fuck about other people's opinions, but you're still with it. You can still make good good life decisions. Um, maybe the chase for that sweet spot is the reason why we keep drinking and keep drinking and. You know, for me especially, all you definitely find is that's the difference between that sweet spot and smashed is like <laughs> it's one sip, <laughs> like one extra point and I'm gone, um, which isn't which isn't good, and it's something that I've tried to rein in over the years, um, and for, in patches I have. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's I've never cracked the system. Uh, it seems like it's the Da Vinci Code. But yeah, I thought that was an interesting piece. Um, and then another interesting thing is, um, or potential reason why we drink um, on a night out is not a reason why, but um, I suppose how we view drinking as. And then, like an enabler, um, and I don't mean for taking other substances, I mean like an enabler for like our own personal interests and our own personal kind of fucking confidence level and, and uh, um, ability to care less about other people's opinions. Um, because you know, the, there is that thing, it's Dutch courage, like, oh, Jesus, go on up there and ask her, uh, <laughs> ask her for a number, bro. And I'll go up and ask her after after another point. Go up and ask her after another point, and then it gets to the point where you've had <laughs> you've had you know way too many points, and you go your number <laughs> like just now. Fuck off! <laughs> you're not getting nothing off me. The only thing you're getting is a smack. <laughs> so yeah, like I think that might be another thing. Um, and I found that this was quite interesting last year when I did dry January. Obviously, totally different this year because there's just been no nights out. There's been no pubs, nothing. Um, and I haven't even actually met up in face-to-face with anyone over the last month. Um, so, yeah. Um, but last year, I did dry January. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to let the fact that I'm not drinking hold me from not going out and enjoying myself. Because I think that's another important thing as well. Like if you need to drink to have fun, there is some there's something deeper that's a problem and there I mean no offense to people when I say that, but like if you need to drink to have fun, you need to look at your lifestyle and look at your friendship groups and look at, you know, what your passions and hobbies are and say, Well, like what can I do to make a change here? Because I don't want to have to rely on drinking or to have fun. Um well, yeah, so anyway, I wasn't going to let um, the fact that I wasn't drinking keep me from going out and having fun with my friends. And I think another important thing with regards to that is um, if you have to drink to have fun with your friends, just ask yourself the question, are these my friends or are these my drinking buddies? And again, 
you can have drinking buddies who are also your friends. But I think if you do have to drink to have fun with people, I don't know how strong is that friendship. Um, it's just a question. It might be a hard hitting question, but it's a question that I, you know, that I've asked myself, and I think people should ask of themselves too. Um. So yeah, that's an important piece as well. And then, and no, oh yeah. So what I really wanted to get, the, what what led me to this uh, discussion of what I did last year, uh, to try and relate to what I'd said previously was, um. We were out in the pub, and one of my mates goes to me, oh, well, Nate, Nate are you going to dance? Like, are you going to dance even though you weren't drinking? I was like, yeah, yeah I would, why? She goes, like, would you not be embarrassed? Would you not be embarrassed dancing? Like, And I'm like, well, first of all, yous are all drunk, so yous won't give a fuck what I'm doing. And then second of all, the only reason that I would be embarrassed about dancing is because of what I or how much I care about the opinions of other people and I think it's re- it's really liberating and really sets you free the minute that you start to care less about what other people think of you um, I think another thing with regards to that is if you wouldn't take advice from them don't take criticism from them either um, so yeah that was a, that was kind of like an interesting dynamic um, when out and not drinking and I think it's in a, something that people can take away um, is the case that, well, you might be doing dry January or you might be going on the dry and not drinking. But it doesn't mean you have to be a dry shite. Um, you can still have fun. Um, and I think another thing when regards to drinking is you start to lose your inhibition, I think is the correct word. Um but you start to lose, you start to become more carefree and you start to be a little bit more lackadaisical and let your guard down a little bit. And, you know, you'll say things to your mates that you wouldn't say sober. And that's a, that's a good, you know, I think I encourage people to just fucking speak openly and honestly with their friends, regardless of what, you know, under the influence they are. Um, but you do, you start to, your tongue gets a little bit looser and sometimes it leads you to say things that you shouldn't. But what if I told you you could lose your inhibition and you could be that little bit more carefree and you could be that bit more confident and you didn't need to drink? What if I told you you could build that around your mindset? What if I told you you could build that into your personal characteristics and traits? Because it can be done. It's something that I've done. And it's really, really good because it ha- it carry- it's not just on nights out that this benefits you. It benefits you through all walks of life. And, um, yeah, I think I would encourage everyone to try and, you know, care that little bit less. Don't be careless, but care less. Don't be careless, just care less. Um, so, yeah, I think that is important. Is there any other kind of touch points or discussion points that I wanted to hit with regards to drinking alcohol? Um, hmm, I'm just racking the brain here. Um, yeah, uh, one last thing, one last thing, because this is the, this is a habit that I would consider dirty for myself. It was a habit that I didn't like over the last two years, I would say I had started to smoke. I started to have, it was very small amounts. It was like maybe two a day. But 
I just I fell into the habit. I didn't I, I didn't need a smoke, but I was like, ah, yeah, have a smoke now. You know, been a long day and had a smoke. But I, the reason I the reason that I had started smoking was because of nights out. I think we're all you know deemed to be right, with a le- at some stage in our life label ourselves as a social smoker. Um, to have the inclusion of the the chats in the smoking area, um, I do actually sometimes think you know people who are in smoking areas do they, do they when they have these the conversations that they have, does that make them a more kind of like well rounded or <laughs> or like someone who's heard you know stories and tales that other people wouldn't hear? <laughs> I've been out there, so I don't know what the fuck that question is, but. Uh, it was a thought that crossed my mind and I'm not trying to suggest that you have to go out into a smoking area to have interesting conversations. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. But yeah, anyway, I started smoking over the last two the last two years. Very small amounts, like two, four smokes a day. Fucking to the point where it was so, sh- like it was stupid. Like there's no point of it whatsoever. Um, and this, this Christmas, it was before Christmas, it was the 17th of December. I said, fuck that, I'm not smoking anymore. Like, what is the point? Um, I think often people, again, like some people who are like addicted to nicotine, it's going to be a lot harder to give it up than it would be for me. But um, I just said, fuck this, I'm not smoking anymore. What is the point? Not good for my health, not good for my teeth, not good for my fucking lungs. I already said health. And not good for my wallet either, even though it was a very small amount. But let me just break it down and say, if you were to have even one box of smokes a week, no, that wouldn't be... Like... Let's say you spend 50 euro on smokes a week. 50 euro on smokes a week would be like 2,600 euro, I think. 50 multiplied by 52. <laughs> Getting the calculator up. 50 multiplied by 52. If I got it wrong, it's, it's getting cut out. <laughs> um, 50 by 52. Yeah, quick maths. Quick maths. 2,600 euro. That's a lot of money that you can save. That's the money that you've said that you couldn't put away for a house. That's the money that you couldn't afford to upgrade your car. That's the money that you couldn't afford to um, go on a sun holiday. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to gain to give up a habit that is not, you know, exactly great for your health. And look, I know how hard it is. My dad smoked for years. He gave them up. Um, I know how hard it is to give up. And there needs to be a willingness and there needs to be a want and a desire to give up from someone who is smoking as well. Anyway, enough of the smokes. I would try and do a cough, but it's not exactly... I was going to, you know, cough and pretend I was a big, heavy smoker, but not exactly the greatest time to be joking about coughing, is it? But um, that's a conclusion of the podcast. I suppose what I would say to people is... It is up down is up to each and every individual to make a decision with regards to the drinking habits that they have uh, and for them to deem what serves them best with regards to their life because I know you need to have enjoyment I know you need to have fun I know you need to have a bit of an escapism and 
all of those things are totally, totally valid. And I'm not trying to suggest that people should give up drink, but maybe if you have had these thoughts, maybe just give it a go. Knock it on the head for a month, two months, three months. I'm personally not saying that I will never drink again, but what I am saying is that I'm going to allow myself to not drink for a period of time and see how I feel and see how it fits into my into my lifestyle because I know that there's going to be occasions coming up where, you know, they're celebratory and people are drinking and stuff. And I am kind of contemplating what would I do in that scenario? Would I drink in that scenario or would I um, have a non-alcoholic or what would I do? Um, I think the answer is going to be a non-alcoholic and see how I get on. Um, but... I think it's, it's if you've ever thought about knocking drink on the head, why not give it a go and just see how you feel? Because um, if you don't know, you if you don't try, you won't know. Um, and now is probably the best time um, than ever to, to give it a go uh, because of those social pressures are uh, relieved or removed. But then again, you might be bored. Um, but then again, there is other things to do as well. There is other things that you can do with your time. But it's up to you to decide what you do with that. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just going to put this out there and let you do the thinking for yourself. Um, so I think that's all for today. Um, yeah, I think that's all for today. I will love yous and leave yous. I will thank you very much for joining me on this podcast episode. 29 minutes 35 seconds long um but i think it's been a really good one i think it's probably been one of the better ones that i've done uh personal note i've decided to just kind of care a little bit less about being fucking perfect in the things that i say and letting go of the kind of letting go of the doubt that I would feel from other people, like, you know, sometimes, some I, people have said before to me, who the fuck do you think you are to be given advice, like, why should I take advice from you, and, uh, did I ever care about it, not really, but did it ever stop me from being fully transparent, and, um, transparent, and, um, clinical in what I would say, like, would I, yeah, maybe don't say things with as, as much conviction, um, yes, it definitely did, because, um, you know, I don't have all the answers, but then again, what I would say is I'm doing pretty damn good for myself, I'm doing pretty well, so um, I've got a pretty good outlook and mindset and perspective on the world, and why is beyond my years, and that is not a quote from me, or that is not something that I've described myself as, that is something that someone else has described me as, quite a few people, um, but yeah. So I think we're on the up and up. Uh, I will continue to do what I'm doing, but I'm going to try to do it better and better every day. But at the same time, being compassionate and understanding towards myself as well. Anyways, I will love yous and leave yous. Thanks very much for listening. Please, please, please share this on your bloody Instagram. Um, the more the message gets out there, the more people that this can help and empower to make a positive change today for a better tomorrow. And that's what this is all about. The other thing that this is all about is let's get talking, let's get sharing, have these kind of conversations with your friends, with your family, with your loved ones, with with a co-worker and work. <laughs> Just try not to get yourself sacked. Anyways, that's all for this week. Thanks very much for listening and I will catch you again in the next one. As always, peace. Mm-hmm.